0: Toad. Hop. Live. Live. From the Toad Hop Network Studios.
1: In Hollywood. This. This is the ToadHopNetwork.com.
2: It is strongly addictive.
1: Radio worth watching.
2: Radio worth watching.
1: Attention. The movie guys love movies. Any criticism of a writer, producer, actor, director, songwriter, editor, bass fishing champion, head chef, rabbi, is for entertainment purposes only. Right, Tyler Perry?
3: Hello, once again, and welcome to the Toad Hop Network. We are the Movie Guys, and we are on a mission from God. I'm your main movie guy, Paul Preston, here alongside Karen Volpe and Lee Caius, our partner in crime dramas. Adam Witt is out of town, traveling back east, uh, but we're in luck. He'll be checking in from time to time from the plane. I think he's got um, he's got an on demand service on the on the chair in front of him, so he can watch movies during his entire flight, and he'll he'll review what the flight is showing. So uh, it's kind of unfortunate, though. Actually, it's like a five leg, four layover. Cross country thing. He's going to have a lot of time to watch a lot of movies. We'll get his thoughts uh, as the show moves along.
1: He must have got a really great rate on that horrible flight.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think he paid most of his airfare and drink coupons. <laughs> he, he's, he's frequent
1: flyer a mile.
4: Yeah, he's a mile. He's, he saves them up, no he's question. He's flying Jet West. Jet <laughs> West U.S.
3: Jet West U.S. Jet, because jet they're so. Because, because you you've spent, heard of them.
1: You spend more time on the ground than <laughs> you do in the air.
3: Well, you have reached ground zero for all things movies, news, reviews, comedy, talk, and more. Uh, we bring it to you every Thursday at 7 p.m. Uh, that's Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we had the chance to see one of the films that we previewed last week. Uh, it opened, and we went, and we have thoughts on Argo. But first, since last week was our first show, and it's in the can, we are going to do something here that uh, it's a segment that's going to continue each week. It is um, something we like to call the Movie Guys Retractions. Fact there you go uh, But with the current uh, political spirit that is in the air I think, uh, and this is the first time we're ever doing it We're going to change the title right out of the gate And call it the Movie Guys Fact checker. Fact checker Fact Checker There you go
4: So you went through all the trouble of producing a drop that we're not going to use ever again
3: No, no. yes, okay. I mean, yes I did Just no, for we the we bit won't. of saying we'll never use it again yeah, Absolutely yeah. Hilarious Onward and upward. What do we got?
4: Well, Paul, it is true. On Friday morning, uh, we woke up to a very unfortunate email in our inbox, in the Movie Guys email inbox, from factcheck.org. Yeah, apparently they were listening Thursday night, and it turns out we've gotten a few things wrong during that broadcast. A couple of inaccuracies, if you will, in our reporting. My God. No.
1: It seems very hard to believe, doesn't it? Please.
4: Yeah, unfortunate. It's, it's true, though. It's
3: okay, well, we with the movie, guys. We certainly strive for our journalistic uh, excellence and integrity, so we're going to set the record straight, okay? Where did we go wrong?
4: Uh, Paul, um, <clears throat> well, let's just roll the tape here, first fact. All right, this is from last week.
3: Will the film crew be able to get them out of Iran in this movie based on a historical event that we already know the end of? Who knows? To wait. I, I do, actually. I know. Well, don't tell uh, me. I haven't uh, seen it Well, yet. they don't. But this still looks like <laughs> a really great ride. Uh,
4: that was you, Paul, talking about uh, previewing Argo and talking about how the hostages do not get out alive. So uh, that is wrong, apparently. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, the movie Argo actually recounts the trials and tribulations of six hostages, not the original 66 that were taken into uh, political prison. These were the six that uh, initially eluded escape and then sought... Solace in the Canadian consulate, and then we're later retrieved and, and rescued. So that—that's what argo's about. It's yeah. not about
3: the other. And we let those other sixty just rot and rot there. It would seem so for about okay. for about a, for oh, about a
4: year.
1: Excellent.
4: It's because they weren't producing a Bollywood film. Okay. You ever, <laughs>
1: then you could just get them all out. Yeah, everybody One, works five,
4: when it's a Bollywood film. That's everyone, right. Everyone gets a job.
3: Well, uh, I see, and I've I've prepared a, a statement because I want to make sure that I get the word out correctly about our our uh, our misdeed, or for lack of a better word. Um, we were grossly mistaken, and we couldn't be more apologetic. And I certainly hope our erroneous reporting didn't further complicate the already tenuous geopolitical relations between America and Iran, especially during this period in history when there seems to be both tremendous opportunity and unprecedented unrest in the Middle East.
4: Well said, Paul.
1: That's I a think. lot of uns, Paul. Well yes. said.
4: But that came from the heart. I think that's going to go a long way to soothe, soothe things over. Anything else? Uh, yes. Unfortunately, there was this.
1: Mm.
3: For example, we reviewed the trailer for Innocence of Muslims, and that went worldwide oh, viral. <laughs> that was
1: very popular. They love us in Turkey.
4: Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we, uh, we did preview Innocence of Muslims, and uh, it did go viral, but that did not uh, instigate the uh, the attack on the Libyan embassy. Unfortunately, that was a, a planned terrorist attack. So our our coverage of that uh, actually had no influence
3: on that situation. So we were
1: so, giving ourselves too much credit
3: as we're apt to do. Yeah. Wow. We really need to be more careful, don't we? Uh, especially when addressing such globally important issues, right, as, uh, mm-hmm. as the politics in the Middle East. The world is such a fragile place, you know? And, and the power of the media, we, we need to just be a little more diligent in our research before we go spouting off.
4: We certainly do, Paul. This, this microphone is like a sword. You, you wield it with care. Well, I okay. hesitate
3: to ask, what else did we get wrong?
4: <sighs> well, Paul, unfortunately, there... Um Gosh, and this really hurts. Uh there was one more fact that we got wrong, and this this was a big one. So please roll the tape. I will I just want to go on record as saying that um Sandra Bullock has cankles. <clears throat> yeah. Um turns out she doesn't have cankles. I knew it. Yeah. Mm. Um <clears throat> according to factcheck.org. She has, and I quote, a very shapely leg, which um, is a distinction I should have made. So, I couldn't feel worse about this. You, you know what, Sandra, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are, um, I'd love to make it up to you. So, uh, how about drinks some night? Uh, dinner, maybe some light dancing. Uh, the number is three two three six two two eight six two three. Just give us a call, and uh, hey, you know, I couldn't feel more sorry.
1: Wait a minute, Lee. This all sounds like a ruse just so you could ask out Sandra Bullock on the air. You're fact-checking. Fact-checker! All right, well,
3: there you go. Thank you for that, uh, Lee. We appreciate it. I think we all know it's uh, Kristen Davis who has kankles. But now, uh, Miss Bullock, don't hesitate to call in if you want. But onward, Karen, what did we see? Argo. Let's review it. Now, last week, we went into great detail about the plot of Ben Affleck's third directorial effort. Argo. So we'll spare specific plot points here, except to say that Affect plays CIA op Tony Mendez, who comes up with a rescue mission for six American hostages in 1979, in Iran, who fled to the Canadian Embassy when the US Embassy is overran. His plan is to go in disguised as a film crew, location scouting in Iran, and bring the Americans home as members of the crew, pose them as the director, the writer, etc. Let me just say the Oscar race has started early. October is usually dumping ground for a bunch of movies to come out before the holidays hit. But uh, this October offering Argo is truly a masterstroke of confident filmmaking. From Ben Affleck. I mean seriously, when did this guy turn into just the giant chin on the poster of Armageddon to a modern-day Sydney uh, Lumet?
1: I think I know, Paul. It's when he put a ring on it.
3: Oh. You- oh, hey, the uh, <laughs> machine's
1: <laughs> That's have gone a strange crazy. ring. That's not the one <laughs> that I
4: meant. Paul, the irony of that ring. <laughs> You couldn't have, planned,
3: couldn't have planned it better. Oh, well, I was going to play a li- song she that wasn't I don't being... <laughs> see here anymore.
1: Last week, Adam said that Affleck was lucky. He had a directing streak was Very Lucky when he continued with Jennifer Garner. That would go on until she appeared in one of his films. That
3: I have. Okay. Mm-hmm. That I have. That you don't him. have the
4: ring, Paul?
1: <laughs> well, we expect a string of
5: excellent films from Ben Affleck to continue until Jennifer Garner appears in one.
3: Okay, that was Adam saying that. That was All Adam right. saying that. Now, but that's more of a, a knock on Affleck's uh, appearing in, in bad films with his flames, more than a knock on Jennifer Garner's considerable talent, right?
1: Exactly. So I thought about that, but I think I can expand on that just a little bit, so you have to follow me here. Okay. Affleck dated Gwyneth Paltrow. Together, they made...
3: Powell Flack. Bounce. Pa- no, not Powell Flack. Well, if you're in the tabloids. The I, movie they I, made I, is Bounce. And nobody ever Flack ever was huge.
4: It
1: they? sounds like it's a sort of workout machine, <laughs> the Powflex. The Powflex. Affleck went on to date Jennifer Lopez in a tabloid-driven, unstable relationship that eventually fizzled. Of course, together they made. I
4: know this one. this This is Bennifer. Geely, Geely, Geely. Wait, huh? Paul, that makes no
3: sense. You're you still combine a paparazzi.
4: Their, if you combine their names, you don't get Geely.
3: Yeah.
1: Soon, your talents,
3: talents you do. Out, <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: That it. was before he got married. Yes, the
3: pre Soon, talent.
1: He dated another co-star of his, Jennifer Garner, and they met on the set of
3: Benigar Daredevil.
1: Wrong. Daredevil.
3: Why
4: did not Benigar catch on?
3: This because isn't... it was crap. Because it sounds like a Lord of the Rings character. <laughs> Benigar.
1: <laughs> he has really big feet. They're hairy.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, because all that is crap. It's crap and more crap until he put a ring on it.
3: Hey. hey! What? That's kind of what we're supposed to play before.
1: It's not as funny. Beyonce doesn't like us. She said you can use my song once. So, since being married to Jennifer Garner, he's traded in the MTV Movie Awards and the Golden Raspberry Awards for Golden Globes and Academy Award nominations, like he started his career with before he met all of these Hollywood hotties. All it took was him being married.
3: Uh, Jennifer Garner is some get-your-shit-together tale.
1: Since marrying her, hit he Hollywood Land gone baby gone the town argo bam
3: yes may their marriage last for decades because ben is on a serious role he has amazingly self-assured directing skills drawing great performances out of actors recreating place and time impeccably and developing real tension and drama out of the story
1: and the story might be argo's biggest special effect just a crazy idea for a movie that's one that is so real that it couldn't possibly true be true scenarios.
3: It is true, and funny, and complex, and scary, and for the last 45 minutes or so, crazy suspenseful, where characters have to move at normal pace to accomplish urgent matters. It's brilliant.
1: You know what's really ironic to me right now? We're talking about this amazing movie, and that music is still playing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I noticed that. <laughs> right, ah, thank uh, you. I, what, was that a complaint?
1: I do not like that song. I was—I
3: hear that as one.
1: <laughs> uh, you hear it's a song.
3: I hear it as a—I, I, you know, inside I'm complaining when I hear Beyoncé. <laughs> it was so hard. For you just me made to it external.
1: Read while I was hearing her still singing. Sorry. Anyway, it was good to see John Goodman still getting to work in a substantial role now, and playing with Alan Arkin as they played two Hollywood players that are priceless, and did I just say play four times in that sentence.
3: Running out the excellent cast or the I dare you to spot him in a bad performance lately, Brian Cranston, and King of the Effective Underplayers, Victor Garber. Yeah. Again, since we touched on a lot uh, last week of A Frame From Going On. But I'll say it's sincere, artistic, and entertaining as hell. Argo, one of the year's best films.
1: And as Hollywood piles on the already preordained Oscar contenders, we say don't lose Argo in the mix. There you go. Yay, Argo,
4: Argo, ladies and
3: gentlemen.
1: That went as smooth as crunchy peanut butter.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so I'm confused, though. Yes. there is or n- There is not a Jennifer, either Gardner or Lopez in this movie.
3: No, uh, no. Nor will there oh, be. There, no, okay. uh, no. You know, he—he's probably. I he, think he's doing that on purpose. No.
1: Yeah, well, it so we'll, was don't really. Risk it. I think it was very important that all of the actors looked just like the actual people. So perhaps mm. if one of those people were Jennifer, it would have had to have been her to play herself.
4: Do I smell sequel?
1: <laughs> Let's hope to
4: God not. Do I smell sequel to the, the real-life rescue of six hostages out of Iran? I hope not. I think I When do. they went
3: on with their bland lives in torrents <laughs> or wherever. Yeah. And, uh, so, listen, our movie guy, Adam, he's, he's uh, on a plane. So we want to make sure we get to him, as we mentioned, um, on his slow, uh, slow trek back east, I should say. Um, he wants to be part of the show. Let's uh, make sure he's there. Adam? Is he calling in? Yeah, he's going to call in. Um, Does he crazy have any technology? Adam? Three. Uh, yes. is he? Oh, oh. There hello, 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 Hey, hey, hey. Hey,
5: uh, hey Paul, it, I see me. I'm on the plane right now. And I thought since the technology uh, allows it, we could just do a live link up from the plane. And I will review some of the movies showing on this flight. So I don't know. Does that sound fun to everybody there in the uh, studio? Sounds well, fun. Yeah, excellent. Because I first just wanted to establish that this is not a pre recorded pit, Great. that I am, in fact, live with all of you. Okay. Oh, oh, the movie's about to begin.
1: Oh, what okay. movie is it? Uh,
5: I haven't looked at the guide, so I'll just try and figure out what's showing from the opening scene. Okay. okay. Um, there's a field. Gladiator. Now a rolling ocean, some peaceful scenery. Are there
4: farmers? It might be an Obama
5: ad.
1: Or if there's coal okay. miners, okay. it's a Romney ad. Now there's people
5: on mm. a plane.
3: United 93.
5: I don't think this flight is showing a movie about the 9-11 hijackings, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh,
3: okay. Now
5: a woman is telling people to fasten their seatbelt. Uh, maybe, but maybe, maybe it's Airport 75.
3: Airport 77 or 79, the Concord.
5: I gotta say, it's kind of ballsy to show an airplane disaster movie on a plane. Hmm. Okay. Now she's explaining how to use the oxygen masks. Ooh, high tension. There's no oxygen in the
3: plane. Adam. Adam.
5: Okay. And, and now she's saying to put the mask on the child first. Ugh. Great. They're setting up an annoying kid character like Jurassic Park. Too.
1: Hey, Adam. Wait, I don't think.
5: Wait. Plot twist turns out the seats are flotation devices. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Adam,
3: Adam, I think you, that's the safety uh, video. This
1: oh, Paul's oh, telling you
5: that... very modern twist, they're making everyone shut off their computers. No communications on this doomed flight.
1: There were two brownies he
5: ate
3: the other one. Think, yeah. Oh, I'm... He's confused. Do you know what movie this is? All right, well, Oh. No, we lost Adam. No. Oh. Okay. That
4: was a shame. He's in I, quite a treat. I wanted to know how it ended.
3: <laughs> He's got a long flight. We'll get back to Adam uh, Did later. Did it
4: end with exits here, here, here and there? Here, and here. I,
3: you know, Did it end with peanuts? You can, do, you can go that route, or you can really try and break out and be original with your filmmaking. You, know, you should try and expand beyond that. Maybe have a whole dance number that explains where the exit numbers are. You know, I have a whole to, theory about
4: it. watching movies on planes. Because I think watching a movie on a plane actually heightens your enjoyment of that plane, of that movie. Of the plane, Of the plane, too. yeah, exactly. Because there's no way I should have enjoyed Darling Companion as much as I did, but for the fact that it was on a plane. Yeah. It's like paying a buck fifty for a movie. You ever see a dollar fifty movie? You're like, that's the greatest goddamn movie I ever saw. <laughs> you didn't
2: expect anything. No,
3: but it's a buck fifty.
4: I went yeah. saw, was it the Bruce Lee story The Dragon? Is it The Dragon? What yeah, it's
3: a yeah. mm-hmm. dragon. Yeah. Buck
4: fifty. I thought it should have won an Oscar,
3: and it should have for best dollar fifty movie that you're going to find out. There. <laughs> and the other problem with the
4: plane <laughs> movies now is that you can you can you can listen to them yourself. You bring your own headset. You know, like on Continental, which that doesn't exist anymore, right? So it was now un- it's United. It's United. Yeah. They used to have that twin prong where you had to push in. You would get a headset, but then they would give you the little, the little adapter. So
1: they make it stereo. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, you're free to listen to it by yourself with your own headset, but you're going to have to listen out of one ear.
3: You ever done that? Yeah. It's the most annoying. And then you annoying... hear the... Yeah. That, as they say, is how they get you.
4: They got me on that one, Paul. So I had one ear, five-hour flight, darling companion, best movie I ever saw.
1: You know, movies are really good on the plane when you don't even listen to them. Then you see all the acting. <laughs> You just I kinda watch the I'll even watch through the little crack to yeah. the seat of the person in front of me. But I don't have the headset. I just like to try to figure out what's happening.
4: And I try to i try to guess the plot yeah. by the action.
1: <laughs> it, I'm telling what you, does you, this gesturing you, suggest? What does this mean?
4: Most movies I conclude is about somebody with cancer. No matter what's happening, I'm i just assume everyone's got cancer. At some
1: point the whole family will dance in the living room.
3: Yeah. Because That's everybody does that. Only happens in movies. Um, but let's well, Adam will tell us whatever the heck they're showing eventually. I mean, I, I hope he uh, they eventually show a movie on his flight, and we'll talk to him about it. But, um, if he gets if you go off to the theaters, runway, I think he's in for a treat. Yeah. If you go to theaters, you're gonna, there's another film you're going to see. It's probably going to play all through the Halloween season. It's uh, the newest from Tim Burton. Ooh. Lee and I saw it, so it is review time once again. Yes, Tim Burton has directed another film. It's called Same Font. That's right. Hey, tired of watching movies in color? To be fairly, uh, there actually may have been some budget cuts at the Disney Animation Department. So,
4: be that as it may, Paul, here comes Frankenweenie.
3: Frankenweenie. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: it's the title of the movie, Paul.
3: Yes, that's what and I'm it sounds go- it
4: sounds like an entendre, but it's not.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh, what is that?
4: Here comes Frankenweenie. I don't
3: even know what that is. What is that?
4: Oh, that, what did, what, is that you, Karen?
1: Yeah, actually, uh, I should have told you guys before we got going, but um, that is the new movie guy's joke detector. It's that? Okay, that oh, okay. noise. It's kind of like a smoke Does detector. Does it go off
4: when nothing funny's happening? Because it just oh, happened. Oh, it'll <laughs>
1: happen over and over in that case. It's like a smoke detector, but it goes on for jokes. If it's a little bit of an immature joke in the air, that goes on so you remember, hey, let's try to keep uh, it clean. Oh.
4: So when, when exactly did we get that installed?
1: Oh, I just installed it for this segment here. I really don't trust the two of you to be... Uh, mature enough with the title Frank and weenie i figured you'd ah. make it childish Nice. Mm-hmm. all
3: right well how lucky for us
1: oh and don't worry if you just uh, can think of it as a training tool mm. it's a general reminder here that we at the movie guys are above making base and childish jokes so go ahead and just watch yourselves okay
4: well that we are paul we are certainly above 12 year old fart jokes sure and weenie jokes
1: yeah notice it's... how many times it went off already <laughs>
3: So what is Tim Burton's latest? Is it a high-budget action thriller? No. Is it a 1970s spy saga? No. A romantic comedy starring Reese Witherspoon? No, it's a twisted
4: tale of life in
3: suburbia. A twisted tale of life in suburbia from Tim Burton. who does have thunk? thunk? <laughs> well, the dog dies.
1: Oh, thanks. No nice. I need for
3: a spoiler alert there. That's actually <laughs> one of the opening plot points of the movie.
1: Fabulous.
4: Frank and Weenie sounds a lot like it could be the John Holmes biopic.
1: <laughs> oh. Sorry, I have a manual override on
4: this. Okay, I see how this is going to go. Fair okay. enough, Karen. Let me, let me uh, try again. <clears throat> Frankenweenie. It's a Night of the Living Dead dog story about a boy and his dog. Now, the boy has a really, really All big. All right, easy. Watch it. He has a really big imagination, Karen. Uh
1: huh. Okay. All right.
4: And this boy with a really big imagination loves hard. Careful. Hard sciences, Karen. He loves hard sciences. Math, chemistry, biology.
1: See, how difficult was that, really? No,
3: yeah. Let me get out with the plot. The boy's name is Victor Frankenstein, and he's played by a young Jack Skellington, who is played by a young Tim Burton, who is played by an animated Johnny Depp, who is voiced by Charlie Tahan. His dog, Sparky, meets an untimely death at the hands of some Detroit steel, and so grief-stricken is the aspiring young scientist that he decides to raise his dead pooch, a la Frankenstein.
4: Now, the story is a nice, tight little tale of... (laughs) Uh, Karen, can you uh, yeah. take, a, take a look at that thing? I think you've got it set to innuendo,
3: okay?
1: Oh, okay. That is my bad. I am sorry. You're, you're right.
3: Okay. Because we're never going to get anywhere. if that, Okay. Right, this time, Tim Burton is actually adapting, literally, himself. Frank and Weenie was originally a short that Burton wrote and directed for Disney in 1984.
4: Oh, Paul, by the way, I want to thank everyone who entered the Movie Guys contest entitled Guess the Themes of Tim Burton, Tim Burton's Next Movie. So, if you guessed loneliness, gothic monsters, childish imagination, suburban isolation, and macabre friendship,
3: congratulations, you're a winner. Now, be sure to enter next month's contest. Guess what type of guy Paul Walker will play next?
4: Paul, can we play guess who is Paul Walker?
3: We can play that, too. (laughs) No,
1: he's that guy that was on Good Times.
3: That's J.J. Walker.
1: What? (laughs) That's Jimmy Walker. (laughs) No, he was on the... He wore the hat. I knew
3: No. That's, oh, that's Jimmy Walker. No, that no,
4: Paul. Not... I think Karen's right. That's what the J.J. stands for. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> J.J. is short for Paul Walker. See
1: how that Whatever. Yeah. Quincy. It stands for Quincy. <laughs> Quincy J.J. Quincy Paul Walker. Walker.
4: The cast features veterans of his previous movies like Catherine O'Hara, Martin Landau, and Winona, Winona Ryder, who I am told steals the show. <laughs> <laughs> Winona
3: steals the show. Timely joke.
4: Uh, Frank and Weedy. Or Jerry Sandusky's favorite Halloween costume. <laughs> I did that on purpose, just making sure it's working. Yeah, That's it's right. working. Okay, good. Uh.
3: All right, now let's uh, make sure that this is going to be one of the top grossing movies of the year. Not a lot of people are going to see it, okay? So I think this could be the top grossing movie of the year with the word weenie in the title. Unless, of course, Paul Ryan has a sex tape we haven't found out about yet. Uh. <laughs> I egged that one on. Uh, it seems like we're not going to get very far with this review, so let's just uh, go to brass tacks. Lee, did you like it?
4: Paul, I did like it, but I would like to offer a, a bit of a public service to everyone out there. This is not a kid's movie. I, I know parents are easily fooled by things that are cartoons or not in color, but, you know, your four year old would rather, you know, run up and down the aisle and kick my chair. Why spend 20 bucks on 3D for this kid? He,
1: he could just do that for yeah. free out uh, in the lobby.
4: Honestly, there was a family of four behind me. Half of those people would rather be in the parking lot playing with gum they found on the ground and, and it was a three d movie, so it 's like what it was sixteen fifty you know uh, a ticket so
3: well, uh, yeah, I think uh, this is a great return to form for. Tim Burton I'm after cold remakes like Alice in Wonderland and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory it's good to see the imaginative animation uh, and that Burton uniqueness coupled with heart again we haven't seen heart from Tim Burton in quite some time so I I tell you to make sure and go and go check out Frank and Weenie now in the interest of segues thank you Paul I want to throw things back to our movie guy Adam he's up in the air he's trying to get through again so I want to take his call here and hopefully uh, he's watching a movie now
5: Yes, I am, Paul. The Wi-Fi signal's strong, and it is a pleasure to be able to contribute to the show live from the plane, and, you know, not some pre-recorded bit or something. Here's what's playing. All right, the first one is uh, um, the lucky one with Zac Efron. Now, I, if, uh, if you if you know this movie, uh, Zac Efron, who I consider the Freddie Prinze Jr. of Zac Efron movies, uh, this is the movie where he's in Afghanistan. He has his life saved uh, from a picture of a fallen, you know, fallen soldier has a picture of his sweetheart, Zac Efron picks that up, it ends up saving his life. So uh, this whisks him off into this love triangle in this state where the sun is always setting um, and, you know, feeling equal parts debt and attraction to the girl, he finds her and takes up as a farmhand. And that is where the really hot farming action begins. <laughs> Now, uh, I guess they called it the lucky one because the stalker would be a little too creepy. I mean, more accurate, but a little more creepy. Um, so it lo- this looks like a movie It kind of starts out hurt hurtlockery and then kind of turns a little notebook, you know. I mean, basically, it looks like Zac Efron has ruined a perfectly good Matt Damon movie. Here. <laughs> okay, uh, so that's the lucky one. <sighs> An ironic title uh, for anybody watching it on the plane here. <laughs> wait, oh,
3: <laughs> Wait a minute. We keep losing him. I hope he didn't go down three words AT&T that's no doubt why we're why we lost him uh, folks we are going to take a break folks i sound like biden that's friends friends we're going to take a break you're going to point with your thumb yeah we're, we're taking a time. break uh we're going to hear from s- some sponsors some folks who are helping out the toad hop network so in turn please help them out and we'll be back in 5 i'm guessing it's not AT&T oops <laughs> You're listening
2: to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Does your car smell like (coughs) you need scent bomb? Does your house smell like Uh get some scent bomb? Does the bathroom smell like Uh get some scent bomb? Go to getsomecentbomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love scentbomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers. To type in the promo code RADIO at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try Scent Bomb. Scentbomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays and the smell will last for days. That's right. You spray it today and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to getsomescentbomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from, so go to getsomescentbomb.com that's get some scent
1: ball. Hey parents if your child's birthday is right around the corner then listen up. BirthdayExpress.com has you covered with everything you need to make the next birthday the best one ever. From favors and treats to balloons, games and decorations. Even better, go to BirthdayExpress.com today. Use promo code PARTY and get 15% off everything. Birthday Express also has an enormous selection of themes including brands like Angry Birds, The Avengers and Dr. Seuss. Just go to BirthdayExpress.com today and use code PARTY for 15% off. That's BirthdayExpress.com. Promo Code PARTY.
0: Stop just dreaming about a brighter future. Go after it. If you're a technical thinker with the ambition to pursue your education, look to a leader in technology education. ITT Technical Institute. Call 1-800-741-5123. ITT Tech teaches skills and knowledge that can be used to pursue entry-level careers in our technology-driven culture. And ITT Tech is geared towards helping students pursue their goals. Instruction is designed to include practical hands-on applications. For most full-time students, classes meet just three days a week, which can help make it easier for you to work and meet the other demands of life. Would pursuing a technology-related education align with your personal goals? Then call for an ITT Tech brochure at 1-800-741-5123. Call ITT Tech at 1-800-741-5123. Classes are forming now, so call ITT Tech, 1-800-741-5123. Are you sick of cigarettes ruling your life? Tired of the yellow teeth and shortness of breath? Think nothing out there works? Think again. Introducing Miraset, the all-new revolutionary solution to stop smoking forever. Miraset is an all-natural spray registered with the FDA created from homeopathic ingredients. Miraset suppresses your nicotine cravings and withdrawal symptoms, allowing your body to reprogram itself to remove the crave forever. Former longtime smokers are marveling over the effectiveness of Miraset. Randy writes, I've tried several stop-smoking products without any success. After trying Miraset, my overall health is so much better, and my urges have gone away. MiraSet is not a temporary solution with harmful side effects like some of these other products. It is an all-natural and permanent solution to stop smoking for good. Order your one-month supply of Miroset today to end the nicotine addiction for only forty-nine ninety-five with a money-back guarantee. We care about restoring your health. Order MiraSet now and stop smoking forever. Call 800-394-6149. That's 800-394-6149.
2: If you're like me you probably had to do something hard today. I mean, personally, I hate washing out socks. That's why we made Geico.com so exceedingly easy. Easy to see how much you could save on car insurance. Easy to review and update your policy. Change of address. Just a few clicks and you're done. Visit Geico.com today. Because life is hard enough. I mean, I don't even wear socks. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.
4: People just saw our special effect run around. <laughs> That's all right. It's better.
3: <laughs> and they heard that. Welcome back to the preview <laughs> section of the Movie Guys Live here on the Toad Hop Network. Uh, we have reviewed what we've seen, and now, what's coming up? Uh, always a good question, and as always, we are here with your answers. Sure to be a big at the box office, and now a yearly installment. These movies I, I saw and loved the first one the the sequels have yet to enamor me but now they are replacing the one steady saw franchise popping up yearly in your theaters now it's another paranormal activity you know, movie. the funny
4: thing about saw is i was in the video store and they have that really interesting font on the video box oh
1: yeah mm-hmm. and i'm
4: looking at it and i'm, and I'm reading what is Salu?
1: yeah it has like an extra <laughs> letter <laughs>
4: i got to see this great movie,
3: Sulu. 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 Sulu, too. Oh, Oh my. Oh, my. Uh, Well, this time it's Paranormal Activity 4 Uh coming to theaters. Let the preview begin, Karen.
1: I'm going to start off with a spoiler alert. Uh Everybody ready? They find footage.
3: Clutch. Just when you thought all of the found footage had been lost and then found and then lost again then found, only to be lost and then found comes Paranormal Activity 4, The Voyage Home.
1: This marks the return of Katie Featherstone. Who? Featherstone. From the first two paranormal activities, as she continues her life, and she is not a life, as she allows anyone to shoot any video of her. At- Holy cow, that was awful. <laughs> Take two. She, what were we reviewing, she, We Kate? are reviewing Salute. Salute. two And salute. two. Now, what I'm saying in a very horrible way is that this woman... Every time she's in this movie, people videotape her, and it goes poorly. So for some reason, she's okay with that, and she just continues to let people videotape her. That is not cool.
4: What I want to know is how can videotaping somebody named Katie Featherstone not be hot? Featherstone. Featherstone. There's
1: no E on the end. Oh, That's she's, where I got messed British. up earlier.
4: She must be British. Featherstone. Yeah. Smythe.
3: Mm-hmm. I, if I were her, I would just not let anybody videotape me at the post office. I'd live in a house with no doorways. <laughs>
1: Once again, the same demons that have been haunting anyone close to her for half a decade now return to scare her and several new friends that she has selfishly made and allowed into her horrible life.
3: Unlike other movie demons who try to take your soul or possess you, these just like watching you sleep. <laughs> I guess they got a thing for that. So I guess it's a lot more frightening than being haunted by demons that like watching you pee. I think that demon is named Jerry Sandusky. <laughs> and- Go again, I, I thought you had yeah. turned that off,
1: Karen. No, no, no. It no.
3: just—it just exists, like now. the spirits in this movie's and jokes will never die. <laughs> it's just how it is.
1: So I think the lesson we can take away from the behind you the movie is: don't make memories. Just be in the now and remember this, and be cool with this, and don't take any pictures or videos or iChat. Just be in the
3: now. It's very zen of you, Karen.
1: It's thank you. It's very, very safe. That
3: Buddhist way. paranormal activity brought to you by Ambien. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> So that's coming out in theaters, so that's going to happen. I hope that you have that happens. to look forward to, or you have that to, uh, to avoid. Look happen.
4: Well, it, thankfully, it's just a stupid little movie, and I haven't seen any of them, but they look not.
3: Yeah, I mean, great. It, yeah, truly. I mean, it's just a bunch of hocus pocus BS, right? I mean,
4: I, I honestly don't believe in an afterlife. That's oh. crap. I Ghosts? Mean,
3: no. None of. Oh come on! Don't buy doesn't that.
4: everyone know that none of that stuff is real? It's just. Oh no. It's like movies about Santa
3: Claus. I mean, seriously, no, it's Karen? real.
4: You don't believe in that.
1: I I kind of do because I grew up in a very small town near Lilydale, New York, where there is a town full of mediums and spiritualists, and they're able to contact the other side. So as kids, we never thought it was weird.
4: Wait, so you grew up in a town where everyone is a witch, or well, everyone can talk to the witches, dead? Which is
1: they are spiritualists. So what they do is they can sense your aura, and they just kind of put themselves in a trance, and they can see dead people that you might know that are hanging out with you like right now there's spirits here that hang out with us we're just not aware of them
4: so right in this right in this room you think there's a ghost oh yeah and you can communicate too
1: yeah if you believe Believe. i can do it you you have to believe like peter pan we all believe together no what was that
4: horrible horror movie where if you just believe it was a couple months ago possession possession
3: they believe see they base that on
1: real stuff yeah that's real
3: yeah, there's a completely forgettable movie. I totally forgot about that film. You just Sadly, I did not believe it. It comes to fruition. Yeah, if you yeah, believe it. it so,
4: so you, so you've done this. You've been around people oh, like yeah. this. Oh yeah, you, well, you
1: do don't this? even need a Ouija board or anything. I you say just, we do it. You should totally do For it. It's in really the
4: interest fun. of, our, you know, wait a minute. I have no candles. Integrity. I don't have any. We we don't need that stuff. We don't no. need. You no, no. You. Just, you just need, need you. to
1: not be grumpy about it and just huh? go. I'm open to it. I
4: feel as though
3: that was directed toward me,
1: so I'm going to work with you on this. Okay, time. thank
3: you. We will determine once and for all if movies like this are or are, are not full of shit. Let's so, dig up some spirits and talk.
1: You have to think of who you want to contact.
4: Candyman.
3: <laughs> uh, um,
1: Why is it the
3: woman to... in black? No, but um, it... who, do, who
4: do I want you to conjure? Right. Oh Carol Ann. Uh, Carol Ann. Yeah, uh, Catherine Turner in Body Heat. Can you? No, that, I can see that. She's not no, dead. Oh, she, I don't she think she's was a dead. woman. Patrick Swayze, can you conjure All right, up Patrick Swayze?
1: Give me a second Okay. Whoopi prepare. Goldberg,
4: is she dead? Okay. All, right. All right. Fine, we'll do this right now. Go ahead. Do we have to hold the hands or something? No,
1: just be real okay. quiet for a
5: second. I hate this. I like to torture them.
3: Anything, Karen?
1: No, but I love Bill Murray, so that made me kind of creamy. Okay. Not oh, wait a minute. I'm getting something. I am sensing something. Do you feel it? Do you hear it? I do.
3: I, I mean, I, you know, feel, I feel that you're being truthful. What?
1: Yeah. Do you feel it? Listen.
3: Get out. Oh my dear God! What was that?
4: Was that in your headset, Paul? I heard that in mine. Did you wait, hear that? I think it was in the room. Wait, was it in wait, the room? wait,
1: wait. Spirit, reveal yourself. Get
2: out. Of that. Why are not in the house
4: what get out of the, the house of-
2: <laughs> why should I get out of the
4: house let
1: me let me talk to him um, what house what house should we get out of
0: get out of the house oh, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful day. day why aren't,
1: why aren't you, you playing outside, outside? Oh. I- Uncle Mort you is cut? that you
3: that's not Bagul that's, <laughs> that's Uncle Mort <laughs>
1: that's my Uncle Mort he, he always hangs around
3: You contacted me. Uncle Mort?
1: I can't get him to leave.
3: We reached all the way into the afterlife and the beyond, and we got Uncle Mort. Okay, let's, like I said, shoot for, like, something spooky.
1: Tell Okay. Him, Just
4: this give is, me a second. All right, okay. ready? You know what? That, that I'm not surprised. Go ahead.
1: Uncle,
3: okay, go ahead. What's wrong with Uncle Mort?
1: I'm feeling another presence. Sweet. Nice. <sighs> Ooh, can you... F- Feel yourself, spirit. You?
4: Cold. 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 Oh, yeah. Cold. I Did feel you? a little. Niggly. I just. I I've been wanting to mention that all Dana. all show. <laughs>
1: Sorry.
4: I just felt the breeze. Do you feel the breeze? Yeah. Like a, like Dora?
1: it just
3: moved through the room.
1: Uh, spirit. What does cold mean? Please reveal the meaning. Sh- uh, Creepy, it right? is you creepy, right? You were saying it's you like want to creep It
3: just creepy. dropped 10 degrees in here. What's wrong with the thermostat over there?
1: Yes, it's cold. We, we feel that it's cold, but we need you to tell us what that means.
0: Well, if when you're, you're cold, 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 pull on a sweater. Yeah. Quit riding the thermostat, the thermostat like, like it's a pony. Uncle oh, Mort, geez. damn it. You know, Karen, again?
1: I, I can't help it. He's just very you powerful can't.
3: spirit. I, I never talked this much to Uncle Mort when he was alive.
4: Can Mort, <sighs> Mort hear Mort. me now? Because uh, Mort, if you're in the hallway and you see somebody spooky, send him on
1: in. Alright, well, maybe more can help us. More, can you find an evil spirit for us? So are you sure you know what you're
3: doing? Here? Of course no I know normal. what, what I'm until doing. Just Mort hold work on. on our
1: Bear with me. I can do this okay. again. Here we go. Ready? Alright, okay. I'm gonna get a different nearby all, spirit. Here we go. We're all seance. We I'm seance. You. Okay. Alright, go. Please contact a nearby spirit.
3: Hmm. Hmm. Anything? No? We we'll get anything?
1: I don't know. If it's. Shh. The lights. The lights.
3: Do we see Wait. the lights?
1: What lights? I didn't see the lights. See the lights. do it again. Whoa! Whoa! What in the Wait a minute. Of...
3: Okay, the lights are flickering. That's a little creepy.
1: This could be a real ghost, an angry ghost, just like you guys wanted. Okay,
3: maybe I didn't I want didn't, it yeah. as bad as I, I thought. Yeah. I'm changing my mind. Hey, a more a bit. come back!
1: <laughs> you may have asked for too much.
3: Okay, talk to him. Calm down maybe a little bit. Um, Something.
1: Okay, what light? Yes. Yes. Do
3: you see the light?
1: We saw the lights flicker.
3: Pants, shit. Just have to say, a little freaked out right now. I saw the lights flicker.
1: Can you tell us more about the lights?
0: The one in the, the other, other room. room. Turn it off already. I don't I'm own stock, stock in the power company. No,
3: yeah, go, Mort. He seemed real creepy
4: for a minute there. <laughs> he
3: had me. Mort had me that time.
1: <laughs> Uncle I thought. Mort. He I is creepy.
3: Thank oh. God you got a hold of Uncle Mort. I mean, good Lord. <laughs>
1: I know that I keep saying no, let, I'm me, done. Try. No, let done. me try. You know i am just done i am done. Just one more time. All you
4: can do is get Mort. and you know, hey There's a
1: lot of activity in this gotta, building because it's in Hollywood. I don't know how many Karen. people have jumped off of the building. Karen, and,
4: I give you all the credit in the world. I couldn't get a hold of Mort, But that's just not it's not cutting it for me. I think I'm this sorry. is good
3: for you, though, because in the movies, these people are always conjuring up evil spirits. And, you know.
1: I keep getting more. To you know, it could be, nice be worse. Guy. So oh, it could, could be, be worse.
3: Sweating
4: and convulsing. Isn't right. there <laughs> supposed to be anything spooky about this? <laughs>
1: oh no, Let me try it one more time. Okay. There's All right. Are you ready? Cr- Just listen. Listen. All right. That's creepy.
3: Whoa. Right there. Whoa. Oh, I have a weird taste in my mouth. What do you mean? It's like a, like a watermelon Jolly Rancher. It's Hmm. uh, yeah, it's not all that pleasant. Do you want to be
1: in a movie? Wait,
4: wait, hold on, hold on. Did you smell that? You smell? It smells like, like the exhaust of a nineteen seventy four conversion
3: (coughs) van. Oh my god, it's a dog.
1: It's a puppy. Sounds like the
3: cries of a lost puppy.
4: What? Wait, wait, wait. Candy, Uh, a van. Didn't he ask us if we wanted to be in a, a lost Uncle, puppy?
1: Oh, Christ. Uncle Mord, stop it! Come
4: on! Freaking
3: pervert! Oh, Uncle Mord, please!
1: Oh,
0: gotta go! Gotta get out of here! Don't tell your mother! This will be little secret! Don't tell anybody! I feel so dirty all of a sudden. Well, well,
4: well done, Karen.
1: Well, I can't. You guys wanted an evil spirit? Yeah, Uncle child Mort is molesting, evil. Uncle Mord is We got is yeah, we got evil.
4: molested from the the other world. It was somebody reached out from beyond to fondle my junk. Thanks, Karen. All
0: right. There you go. <laughs>
1: You know, I hope, that was,
4: I hope that was for Uncle Mort. That's just an Uncle Mort buzzer, yes?
1: At this point, yes. Okay. I know that wasn't pleasant, but I want you to know that it was kind of cool to contact these spirits. And even though we felt air and there were the noises and, and the lights flickering, that's not the only way that they can ta- contact you. No kidding. Spirits can just contact you through normal, everyday means.
4: So we like, they're just going to call us on the phone or something?
1: Good Lord. That was weird.
4: Don't answer that.
1: Answer the phone. Oh, in answer. the name of all yeah. that is holy. Okay.
4: A, a phone that rings like that, it's never good on the other end. And B, it's more. Maybe it's is someone calling me? from 1970.
1: Which, <laughs> might it, which
3: might make it up a which might make it a little
1: more. Ben Argo. You know
4: who it is? It's Avon calling.
3: Oh. What are we don't doing? Answer it. All right, I'll answer it. I'll answer it. Let's see. Um Hello? Oh. it's adam oh Oh.
5: okay the flight is also showing madagascar 3 europe's most wanted um now madagascar 3 that is the movie that finally answers the question they made a madagascar 2 um now i think this looks great for kids who like anything and, uh, get excited, uh, pretty easily. Uh, all their favorite characters, uh, from the original Madagascar are returning, including, uh, a few that I'd like to make up. Uh, there's Alex the Lion, uh, Marty the Zebra, Glory the Hippo, Melman the Giraffe, Stalingrad the Camel, Slaughterhouse the Bear, Pedophile the Cardinal, and Ixnay the Adipus play. Uncle
1: Mort the Cardinal? Okay.
5: Um, let's see here. It looks like they're kind of making their way across Europe, you know, so kind of like a post-college adventure, I guess, for them. Um... This is how a lot of pack animals uh, spend their first year after college. Uh, It looks like they run across a a circus full of uh, other animal friends. Um, And uh, and once they run across this pack of animal friends, uh, what do they do? Do they free the other animals from a life of indentured servitude uh, with uh, 20 feet of grazing area and sores that won't heal? No, no. They join the circus. (laughs) You know, this is another movie with a colon in the title, of course. Um, And as you know, the colon uh, in movies... Works the same way it does in humans. It really just basically allows more shit to pass through the system. Um, now, I, I of course, I'm not the demographic for Madagascar 3, but I, this movie looks like it's just, you know, there. Just kind of a gluten-free movie. Kind of looks, kind of looks like it's trapped in after-school detention, balancing shit on its nose. You know what I'm kind of placeholder.
3: Adam,
1: it's perfect for a movie. You're just stuck right. there. With well, that movie. That's sure. actually
4: a movie I'd rather watch and not listen to because you were saying earlier it's much better
3: just sometimes to watch.
1: Oh, you could do your own soundtrack. Afro,
4: Afro, Afro, Afro. Afro, Afro. Isn't that the
3: movie? Yeah, that's yeah. the one. It's colorful, no question. But uh, should we be concerned about Adam? I mean, for all we know, the plane might have gone into <laughs> oh, no. the uh, I assume the best a Jet
4: West uh, United. Yeah, they
1: they don't fly near mountains. They don't.
4: They don't get <laughs> high enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You pay extra if you want to get over mountains. If you want to get mountains. above a mountain,
1: well, they just park and just drive around it.
3: They double as a crop duster,
4: so yeah. <laughs> they have to stop, you know, in Nebraska and Kansas. And uh, let's get route.
3: back to the previewing business. Oh, oh okay. Um, as there's one more film hitting the theaters this weekend, we want to make sure we tell y'all about before the uh, time expires. Um, it's Tyler Perry and Alex Cross. Ooh. It's directed by Rob Cohn, who directed the original Fast and Furious. Hit the music. Many filmgoers and readers of books on airplanes already know the character of Alex Cross from James Patterson's books Along Came a Spider and Kiss the Girls. Now Alex Cross returns D. Morgan Freeman in an all-new adventure.
4: It's called Alex Cross where Perry plays a cop pushed to the edge chasing down a killer whose job it is to push people to the edge.
3: This time Alex Cross has met his match with a serial killer named The Butcher, having previously dispelled The Baker, The Yoga Instructor, and The Titty Club Bouncer.
4: Now I'd see that movie, The Titty Club Bouncer.
3: I'd I'd be that 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 character. I'd
4: see that on a plane. I'd enjoy that. Yeah,
3: you would not need audio for that.
4: (laughs) The Butcher is played by Lost's Matthew Fox, who's gotten all manorexic playing an MMA fighter because, well, I guess the computer that studios use to decide professions of movie characters has now landed on MMA because, of course, that spot was previously occupied by parkour expert.
3: The Butcher is a former operative who knows Alex Cross's every next move as he continues his series of brutal slayings in a deadly game of cat and mouse and MMA fighter and mad black woman.
0: <laughs> for the
4: first time, Tyler Perry starring in a film that he hasn't written or directed.
3: Now, see, who would know that he has time for such a thing? Not, not I. With his workload. Looking for a
4: potential re- franchise refresh, the studios went with Perry because, well... They felt that Alex Cross was best played by someone whose movies make a lot of money. money.
3: Isn't that right, Steven Seagal? Yeah, so basically he doesn't show up dressed as a woman here. No mm-hmm. Alex Cross dresser?
1: Oh, no? really? You've That's a, really? You just ruined the sequel. Where's the buzzer on that?
3: <laughs> that I really <laughs> <laughs> needed a buzzer. I can find that for you. We lost. Please, there, there,
4: there <laughs> go. thank you. Wanted like, I wanted you want it, you, to you got it. Record <laughs> saying that um, Sandra Bullock has cankles. Oh,
3: sorry. <laughs> and there's that one more she time for you. She does have cankles.
4: I know. I just keep waiting for Medea to show up and mispronounce words.
1: Thanks, getting no po-po, call a po ho She said ho. She, I heard ho. Play, well, I'll play that
3: again. Oh, yeah, gladly. Thanks,
1: kid, no po-po, call a po ho
3: And now once more for lip syncing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, kid, no po-po, call
5: a po po That
3: needs to be oh, on Oh, hang on one. that
4: one. Is that an actual line from something? Yeah, yeah,
3: from uh, Medea's uh, something or other.
4: Jump
3: in the broom? Be, I guarantee you whatever... I don't know what movie it is, but it starts with Tyler Perry's Medeas. <laughs> but I don't know what the movie Tyler is. Perry.
4: No, this is not an original Tyler Perry script. As we mentioned, it's based on a character from a James Patterson novel. The alternate title is Tyler Perry's James Patterson's Medeas, Alex Cross. As told to Alex Haley, pushed by a novel by Sapphire.
3: Sapphire. <laughs> based See on a quick. true story. See Alex Cross quick as he needs to clear theaters to make room for another Tyler Perry movie in two weeks. Hey. <laughs> Alex Cross or Paranormal Activity 4. I That's...
1: just smell a retraction coming up next week. <laughs> <laughs> saying Check God. the
4: inbox. I think Fact Checked has already gotten a hold of us. Well, yeah, what is your
3: favorite Tyler Perry movie?
1: I think I mentioned it earlier, Jumping the Broom.
3: Yeah, Roots. I'm a big fan of Roots. I like Norbit. So, Norbit. Um, oh, that, is that the one where you dress like the woman or is that Big Mama's House? I forget um, which one it was. No, that, that
1: was. was the one with Adam Sandler.
3: Think, like, like, a Think like a Man. One. That's a good um, one of
4: his. The Jeffersons. I love the Jeffersons in the movie.
3: Soul Plane. Soul Plane. <laughs> Perhaps we are not. Uh, the Democrats Those aren't. To talk about. Tyler Perry movies? Yes. Anyway, uh, well, let's do something we haven't done in a while. It's uh, because we've done it never, because our show just started last week. It's a little something we call looking <laughs> at what's new on Blu ray, DVD, and Paul? streaming.
4: Paul, that would constitute as not in a while.
3: Okay. <laughs> Well, that was Never
4: right. constitutes not in a while.
3: Then this is uh, this is our first ever not in a while uh, Blu-ray DVD and streaming. First look. Uh, something new coming out. A potential awards fodder film called Moonrise Kingdom.
1: Ooh. This one, I was so excited whenever I went and I saw it in the theater. So if you haven't seen it yet, go ahead and get the DVD or get it on Netflix because Bill Murray is awesome in this movie. And it reminded me that I think – I'm just going to go out on a – like a limb now, it's what, October, the middle of October, mm-hmm. Bill Murray's going to win an Oscar for Best Actor for uh, his work in FDR. He's going to be playing FDR in Hyde Park on the Hudson. And so whenever I was reminded that Moonrise Kingdom is coming out, I got really super excited because that is going to make my Christmas. I'm <laughs> going to be does... seeing that over and over and over. I think it opens middle does... of December?
4: Oh, official Oscar in season. In Oscar season. Yeah, oh
1: yeah, they're, they're counting on that one. they're doing interviews with him now where he's going to screenings and he's there and he shows up. So I will be able to properly stalk him when the time comes. You yeah, say that
4: with no shame at all. Not at
1: all.
3: <laughs> that is a prestigious film. That's from the director of Notting Hill, and also, you know, it features the character of the stuttering uh, king from The one the King's my Speech. other
1: boyfriend, Colin Firth, played yeah, last he's year. He's not
3: in this or your head would explode.
1: I <laughs> wouldn't be able to deal with this. So. I would be able to get off the seat after I watched the movie.
3: Hey. Should we have a
1: buzzer for that? I'm just saying. <laughs> But anyway... I'll
3: give you you a... (laughs) Thank you. A little late, but you earned it.
1: But anyway, Moonrise Kingdom is great in its own right, too, so I don't want to take any attention away from that.
3: Yes, from the director of Rushmore and The Royal Tenenbaums comes another tale that could only be created by Wes Anderson and nobody else on Earth. His latest sincerity porn is set in the innocence of the 1960s.
1: And this is convenient because that is the era that most of his characters in the films portray anyway.
3: In the movie, two confident 12-year-olds, and I... I have to admit, I saw this in the theater, and I'm I, I was impressed with the kids. Normally, kids in a movie bug me. These kids were good. You know why kids, kids
4: are horrible actors today? Because kids today act like they think kids act.
1: Right. Yeah. Kids Instead do of an, just being kids. Yeah,
4: they do an impression of what they think a kid would act like.
2: We're precocious,
4: yeah. and we're you know we say crazy things, and aren't we? Uh, Anytime an actor, they all sound like
1: old prospectors all, when you do it.
3: They, yeah, they all they're all yeah mining for gold. They Anytime are, an actor does what they think the scene should go. Yeah, it's a horrible thing. And kids don't know any better because they're young, except these kids seem pretty authentic. Uh, They run away from the Boy Scout troop and into the wilderness together, and this sends the New England island town into a panic to find them, and maybe in the process, themselves.
1: But the plot is not the reason you go to a Wes Anderson movie. Bill Murray is the reason you go to a Wes Anderson movie. Absolutely.
3: Uh, Bill Murray does his only work in Wes Anderson films, and of the only films he's in, Wes Anderson's are the best.
1: And speaking of Bill Murray... Did you know that he's single and was most recently divorced in 2008?
3: Aye. Did not know that. Now you know. Murray is joined in this ensemble by Edward Norton as a scout leader, Bruce Willis as a sheriff, and Francis McDormand as a concerned mother. I, I think it'll be fun seeing all these actors uh, working under Wes Anderson's direction. I bet you, I bet you they all come off really dry.
1: You know what's really kind of cool? I don't know if you know this, but in order to get a hold of Bill Murray, you have to call this special number. And then, if you want, you have to leave him a message. And if you want him to call you back... That is the coolest thing because he only calls back people he wants to talk to. He doesn't have an agent or a manager. And Sophia, I don't know if you know this, but Sophia Coppola, she called that number a number of times in order to even get him to call her back once. And that's Sophia friggin' Coppola. Could you imagine?
3: Okay, stalker. What? I know you're self-proclaimed, but let's just call the thing a thing. Okay? I mean... (laughs) Call the thing a thing. Let's call this thing thing thing. the thing that it is. You're a stalker. You know a little too much about Bill Murray. In fact, I've noticed... Numbers, outgoing calls on our phone bill, and i don't know where they're going, and you're calling Bill Murray you're not even making a movie
1: I could make a movie
3: you probably you probably don't even know the number you're just calling a bunch of numbers, hopefully eventually you get the number that co- gets through to Bill Murray. I mean, how many people are you bothering but uh I think your your fascination just goes beyond just beyond everything, and uh probably needs to be put a stop to, but really the movie is important when you deal with it.
1: No need to be alone, I tried to call your phone. Billy, I'm sort of free, why don't you call me? If you need me, let me know, I could come around. We could do some karaoke in Korea town. Let me just get low. I think you know I saw your IMDB You're a divorcee Just a few baby steps between you and I If you leave me all alone, then the plants will die Billy, please call me
4: For relaxing times, and story times
1: call me. It's in the hole If hall. the light is green, then the trap is clean but I'm still free You can go me If every day were Groundhog Day That'd be fine with me I could relive Every day with Bill Murray Billy, please call me Ned? Ned Ryerson? Billy, please call me Back off,
3: man. I'm a scientist Well done, Karen. Outstanding. Thank you. you. uh, You've done your stalking for the day. I will not be a part of this any longer. Bill Murray, just so you know, (laughs) 323-622-8623. If you're listening, if you're hanging out with Sandra Bullock somewhere and you want to call into the show, uh, don't hesitate. (laughs) Um, So thanks for tuning in. Uh, We are the Movie Guys Live every Thursday here at um, the Toad Hop Network. 7 p.m. on Thursdays Pacific. That's 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, together we are The Movie Guys. Individually we are Leacons. Paul Preston. Check us out also on Facebook at facebook.com slash guys and on Twitter at the movie Uh Thanks for tuning in and we hope to see you again next week. Keep listening to Toad Hop, the place to be online for great radio.